Well, I mentioned last week when I was doing my podcast that podcasts, for me at least in general, tend to be somewhat negative. And I mentioned I'm not a real negative person in general. So I uh, challenged myself saying last week that my next podcast would be a positivity podcast. So here it is, Pastor Greg's Positivity Podcast. Uh, I'm a few days late, I have to admit, in getting this podcast out. And if I'm going to be completely honest with you, it's because I've been struggling with uh, what positivity I might be able to say in my podcast. And as I'm reading news articles, as I'm just kind of observing what's going on in the world, um, I don't really come up with a lot of examples of positivity. And I thought that's kind of interesting in and of itself. And I, I think that might be because in general, like people don't write about in terms of news or talk about too much the good things that happen. And I, and I wonder why that is. I, I think just because neg- negativity, you know, in, in elections, it's understood that negativity works better than positivity. Um, negativity uh, travels the news much quicker than positive. Uh, so I just think that there's an appetite to hear uh, about the bad things and all the things that are wrong. And people don't really want to hear about the things that are right. So as you're going through the news and so forth, there's not a lot of, hey, this is what's good, this is what's great, which is actually probably not true. Because if your perspective tends to be very liberal and uh, very uh, turning the world upside down, oh, there's a lot to celebrate because, um, you know, everyone and their dogs uh, celebrating all different kinds of things with Pride uh, Month and so forth. But I can't get into that because this is a positivity podcast. So I'm being positive today. I'm just trying to explain, though, it's taken a little work to try to come up with a podcast of positivity, but I think I have it. And so uh, I was up working at church earlier today, and as I was driving away, uh, I noticed that there was a a couple different police cars. One had its lights going, and uh, as I got closer, I saw a tow truck, and then the vehicle that was having trouble was in between the police cars and the tow truck, and I couldn't really see what was going on, and uh, I saw some activity by the side of the road. I was afraid that, like, maybe it was an accident or maybe a a bicyclist got hit or, you know, something like that. Um, I was expecting to see something not so so good when I uh, pulled up past the scene, but I was surprised when I drove past the scene that actually what I saw was... A tow truck driver standing, watching, um, as there were two elderly minority people, their vehicle pulled over, the the hood was up, um, or maybe it was a trunk, um, yeah, it was a trunk, and uh, because they had needed to get a spare tire and a crowbar, everything out of it, out of the back of it, but the tow truck driver wasn't helping this couple. One of the police officers was right there on his knees on the side of the road with a crowbar working to get the tire off as a tow truck driver was watching, as the elderly couple was watching. And I thought, how cool is that? You, you don't hear stories of police officers sitting there on the side of the road when it's 95 degrees out trying to get the tire off of this older couple's vehicle uh, so that they don't have to get towed. And once again, you didn't see the tow truck driver doing it either because, well, that's not his job. Well, it's not the job of police officers. 
And I can sure, assure you that every time a police officer does something that's wrong, um, that's always all over the news and it's always being talked about and spread on social media. But when they do right things and when they do good things, and so oftentimes they do, uh, that's not talked about. So a big shout out to the Fort Worth Police Department. A big shout out to the police officer that was willing to get dirty and willing to get sweaty and uh, go above and beyond his job to try to change the tire of an elderly couple so that they didn't have to get towed. You know, there's probably a lot of stories like that in this world, but you just don't hear about them. So unless you just drive upon them, we don't even know what's going on. So that's that. That's part of the problem. What's hard uh, to do a positivity podcast is no one wants to talk about the positive and you have to basically stumble upon it uh, in order to be able to even witness it to, to uh, talk about it. All right, so that's one of uh, three positivities uh, that I want to talk about uh, in this podcast. Uh, the second one was um, I read an article just a day or two ago and it was about this transgender athlete that was not going to be allowed to participate uh, for the Americans in the Olympics. Um, it wasn't because that they weren't, it was because they're transgender, but it was because according to uh, World uh, Olympic Athletic Guidelines, your testosterone has to be below a certain amount. And this uh, formerly he, now a she, who wanted to compete as a she in the Olympics is not allowed to because he, now a she, um, testosterone is too high. And I read up a little bit more on the, uh, on the whole story and the situation because it got me wondering, are transgenders allowed to uh, participate in the Olympics? And, uh, you know, there's a big push in, in America that uh, former he's, now she's, can participate as she's and, and, uh, in sports and high school athletics and so forth. And a lot of states have said no to that. Um, and uh, so I was kind of curious how that works on the world stage. And uh, apparently it's uh, still relatively frowned upon, but they have to meet strict requirements if it's going to happen. And according to the article that I read, um, I think the only one that potentially is able to qualify as a woman who used to be a man uh, for the Olympics was um, someone, I believe it's the Netherlands. Uh, I just I just read the, the story, but it doesn't look like the Olympics uh, coming up is going to have a large amount of he's. Uh, participating as she's, uh, and, and, and I can't help but wonder, and I can't help but think that, like, are legitimate women going to be, like, really frustrated when, you know, they're not winning medals because men are crossing over and, and pretending to be women when they're not um, and, and winning them all? Uh, so I, I wonder how that's going to really play out because everything's always for the women and the children, but guess who's now, like, reigning on the parade of women? Well, really, men, which that's always been wrong, well, at least in the last uh, 20, 30 years, uh, that's a big no-no. Uh, and so uh, maybe uh, we'll actually figure out that by allowing men to be women and win all the things in women, they're really oppressing the women, which really we're not about anymore, so maybe men can no longer participate as women. i just kind of thinking out loud on that one. Uh, but good news is, and, and part of the Positivity Podcast, is the uh, upcoming Olympics is not going to have a bunch of uh, men uh, pretending to be women. So uh, good news on that. Uh, the world isn't complete, completely nuts as a whole yet. 
Um, and then the, the the third thing that I want to talk about was an interesting article I read. I'm sorry that I read the other day. Um, I sent it to a few people. Um, the uh, the Catholic Church gets a. Uh, uh, beat up quite a bit for being kind of liberal and being uh, not biblical um, oftentimes. And sometimes that's deserved. And frankly, I think sometimes that's not deserved. But uh, I was surprised to read an article the other day. And uh, the article was Vatican protests against unprecedented Italian bill on homophobia. Now, there's a weird relationship with the Vatican in Italy. Um, the Vatican is in Italy, but it's it's independent, if you will. Um, I, I know it's not a great comparison, but in a similar way that Washington D.C. isn't a state, um, it's it's uh, independent of uh, of Maryland and and uh, and uh, Virginia, and, you know, as it's nestled uh, in between those places. Uh, it's its own place, its own entity. Uh, the Vatican is, uh, and so there's a treaty. Uh, between uh, the Vatican and Italy, uh, that basically, uh, you know, Italy has to respect uh, the Vatican's religious views and can't uh, bring about laws and different things that would cause the Vatican to have to uh, uh, follow rules and beliefs that don't go along with their teachings. So Italy, in in this kind of march to um, uh, make everything uh, upside down and uh, turn truth upside down and everything else like that. Italy's right there on it uh, and participate in it. And, uh, and there's an Italian bill that was going to punish discrimination uh, against L- the LGBT community as well as women and people with disabilities. Now, why do women get put in with the LGBTQ crowd? we use women like for every to justify everything that we're doing it's like you know what if i'm a woman i i i don't why would you want to be considered a minority you're over half the world's population anyways you're not a minority and so here's what you do is you put in a a a law for the lgbtq community and then you just throw in it women and children or you know women and people with disabilities and uh, sir how long have you been against women and people with disabilities and you're like uh no i've never been but you put it in with it and then all of a sudden you can't touch it so it's just ridiculous the stuff that goes on uh, but anyways the vatican is uh, taking a stance against it uh, the Va- the vatican argued the bill would uh, curb religious freedoms um, and uh, and it violates the, the treaty that they had with the uh, Italian government that goes back uh, quite a number of years. Um, so uh, it's really interesting how it's going to play out. The Italians try to say, oh, no, no, this, uh, this Italian bill, that's not going to uh, uh, have any influence or impact on the church. The church is still going to be able to do uh, whatever it wants to do. But the bill, the bill uh, you know, puts into place protections for people who are LGBTQ uh, and so forth. And uh, in the end, the Vatican says, you know what, we've got religious schools and those religious schools are going to have to uh, observe these these you know, special days uh, that are, uh, are in this bill. 
Um, and uh, there's a national day of homophobia and uh, transphobia. Uh, it's to be held on the 17th of, of May. And uh, it must be in the coming year or whatever. But so are the Catholic schools going to have to follow that? Um, is the Vatican going to have to follow it? And so once again, there's this, uh, there's this, it's called the, uh, the Lateran Treaty. It was signed back in 1929, which recognized the Vatican City as, a, as an independent state. So once again, Italy's doing things that will ultimately uh, put the, the independent state of Rome and of the Vatican uh, under their their rules, in which then the, it's going to cause the church to uh, have to bow down to the government, and the church is saying no, this isn't right. Um, they still believe uh, they they believe gay weddings can happen, but but that it's a departure from the will of God, and it, if it does happen, it needs to be just under the auspices of the state. Um, they are not for uh, changing uh, of one's gender. Uh, all these things are seen as uh, as violations of God's will and God's word. And uh, and I'm glad to see that the uh, the Vatican standing up against it because frankly, our current pope or their current pope, uh, Pope Francis, uh, has adopted a more liberal stance on a lot of different issues, including homosexuality. And so. Uh, it's it's good to see that they're recognizing that a lot of the stuff is going way too far and um and it, it just shouldn't be happening anymore uh so it'll be interesting how that all plays out because if uh the the italian government does move forward with this and they pass this law uh if they're going to expect that the uh the roman catholic uh schools and universities and you know elementary schools and in the church itself is going to have to celebrate and recognize these days um and uh and and you can't discriminate against the lgbtq community well the reality is is if it goes against your beliefs uh you ought to be able to discriminate discriminate against them because you don't want to hire a teacher or a priest or anyone who follows these uh deviant behaviors and the church needs to be able to have that freedom uh so it'll be really interesting in how it plays out so I'm glad to say it was a little bit of a challenge uh, to come up with a positivity podcast, uh, but um, you know what, after uh, nine days or so of uh, just kind of thinking about it and uh, kind of paying attention to what was going on in the world, um, finally I was able to come up with a, a few stories at least to get up to about a 15-minute podcast. Um, I, I, I hope that that's not really true. I, I hope that's not what the world's uh, turn to that that everything is just um, negative and that there's so much negativity in the world that we can't even find uh, positive things to talk about anymore. I, I'd like to think that, you know what, there are um, uh, examples of positivity out there, uh, but uh, maybe, uh, maybe it's just not good business for the news media to cover it. So uh, I encourage you, keep your eyes open, look for positive things, encourage one another with positive things, because frankly, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of problems in the world today and the world's headed in the wrong direction and we can keep focusing on the negative and the wrong and in so doing you know what good does that do we have to propose solutions and an alternative so how about doing uh, positive things doing good things doing right things and uh and letting one another know uh what we have done and what others have done and encourage each other to do those things as well and maybe we can have a little bit more positivity uh and maybe we can have a little bit more sanity in the world 
today uh, than what we've had uh, in, in recent times. Um, anyways, uh, thank you so much for uh, listening to the Positivity Podcast. Um, I can't guarantee next week will be a positivity podcast because, frankly, there's a lot of craziness going on that still needs to be addressed, and I'll probably kick back into talking about that next week. Um, Have a wonderful week. Thanks. Bye-bye.